<laughs> you gotta pick up a piano yeah, later? Yeah, it looks like a, like a fucking non-electric piano, but homegirl's getting rid of it. She's selling it to me for pretty cheap, like 70 bucks. I'm gonna take it to my sister's. It's gonna be sick. Oh, are you recording? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always be recording. Oh, yeah. You're gonna buy a fucking piano. Words of Sean Khan. Always be recording. Yeah, I'm getting a piano, boy. You want to hear a story about a psychic dog? What the fuck? Of course. I don't. Rough, rough. <laughs> Look at the picture. He's like yelling yeah, at him. Yeah. Ah! Uh, I don't really know what the story would be. It's kind of a long story. Oh, so you know, you haven't pre-read it? I haven't pre-read this. So this is a, this is a, we don't really have a topic for this episode. So we're going to do a story from out of this world. The Library of Bizarre and Extraordinary, a book series from the 1970s that just compiled, uh, compiled a bunch of weird different stories throughout history. I had one kind of lined up, so this one's called Away You Go, You Witch. Oh. It's in, based in Ireland. Get out of here, witch. Yeah, get the hell out of here. You ready? You want to go? Out of here, yeah, dude. I'm gonna read it. So don't interrupt me whilst I read. It's this is a dumb research hard. podcast. It's gonna be hard for me while I. Should I do a voice? Yeah. In modern Ireland, an incredible ritual was being revived, fed by the unthinking flames of superstition and a real and terrible fire. That was too over the top. Nah, that's fine. Michael Cleary believed that his wife's soul had been abducted by the fairies. Leaving only an irrational shell in its place. There was only one solution. Purification by fire. Clearly honestly believed that the flames would send the fairy spitter up the chimney. Restoring Mrs. Clary to him in her faithful familiar form. And doctors would have diagnosed Bridget Clary's transformation as a mental illness. But the law supplied an even more down to earth interpretation of her husband's cure. They called it murder. So basically he thought his wife was possessed Wait. by fairies? He said something about the fairies carrying her away? Yeah. So, okay, so this is what happened. Basically that whole, I mean, let me sum up this whole first sentence thing. That, the witches so like, burn. See the picture of like burn. those, these guys throwing the chicken the, into the chimney? Turn the chicken into the chimney? The chicken, the chick. Oh, the chick, the girl. Oh, my bust. My I'm sorry if I'm using like nomenclature that's not familiar to you. You're using, you said Slang. chicken. <laughs> so they're throwing this chick into the fire and they're like, oh, you're possessed by fairies. Throw go into this chimney. Yeah. But then the, the dudes I got. That's so fucked up, dude. Back in the days, superstitious was. Yeah, as soon as you said something, be like, get the fuck out of here for real. Let's fucking throw her in there. Throw her in the fire. She's possessed by the demons. You, probably, you think he probably used that as an excuse because she was, he just hated her? He didn't like her that yeah, much? Yeah, he didn't he was, like her. He was like, I'm done with this hole. How do I get rid of this bitch? <clears throat> <clears throat> well, let's continue the story, shall we? Damn. Of the strange and unusual. You want to read some? Nah, <laughs> I'm good. The annals of witchcraft are sinister and bloody, for they are concerned with the lowest form of human degradation and the judges of superstitious fears. Over the ages, scapegoats by the thousands were tortured and burned by inquisitors, both clerical and secular, and by bloody mobs of witch-hunting fanatics obsessed 
with the belief that the devil's agents were at work in society. The witch-fearing people of the British Isles paid homage to this deadly superstition with a mass of women being hanged in England, thousands even more being strangled and burned in Scotland. And But strange to say in Ireland, very few witches went to the stake or the gallows. So maybe the witches, uh, Ireland's a little bit more uh, sane than the rest of like, the uh, English Isles and England shit. Man, is it any of this shit like a revenge type story where the a witch actually like comes back and is like no 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 because these witches weren't real you yeah see. but i mean like one one lady is like oh we'll give no, them this a is, witch this is, this is all about female persecution like if you had like anything to say against like whatever your male overlords were trying to do and you're like just gonna be, witch. you're gonna be accused as being a witch and everyone else is like oh yeah obviously she's a witch what's that witch would you talk <laughs> oh, back? No, no, no. Never mind. No, 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 this law was finally repealed in 1821 on the grounds that it was quite irrelevant to a modern state of living. The superstitions of the Irish peasants were quite unlike those of the rest of the witch hunting of Europe. They believed that evil fairies were responsible for crimes in which other places were attributed to devils and witches. These fairies, in their war against mankind, were supposed to steal human beings, possess them, leaving them a disguised fairy in their place. The Irish believed it was only possible to distinguish between the real person and the witch fairy by exorcism, prayer, and holy water, augmented by the doses of magical herbs over which prayers had been said uh, by the local herb doctor who was also kind of a musician. A magician. Alternatively, the fairy could be tormented by fire until it released its hold upon its victim. Okay, so I guess Ireland is different because they wouldn't think like you're being possessed by some sort of demon. A fairy. Or... So little fairies get into their bodies yeah, and, and so the like fire mean, will draw them out. They call it the fae. Like, it's like duendes. Yeah. Basically, like you get possessed by them. That's what the fae to Ireland is what duendes is to like uh, Latino culture. Oh. Fae. They say fairies though. Yeah, no, like the fae is like... A term for fair. Oh, okay. Got it. You need any clarification on it? And then just burn them. You just burn them. That's fucked up. But it's like, that's, I don't know. Fucking people are stupid. (laughs) Yeah, a fairy went into the body and now we have to burn it. Go on. Michael Clary and a man named Kennedy then lifted Mrs. Clary out of the bed and held her over the kitchen fire while the question was repeated. Are you Bridget Bullen, the wife of Michael Clary? Yes. Answer in the name of the God. Half mad with delirium from the agony of the flames, Mrs. Clary screamed at the top of her voice, Yes, I am Bridget Bullen, daughter of Patrick Bullen, in the name of God. And then seeing her friend standing in the room, she began to moan, Oh, Han, Han, Han. This is like when they're burning her alive. This is kind of getting a little gnarly. In this fashion, did the peasants of old Ireland attempt to solve the problem of hysteria as a member of the family? Convinced 
from her odd behavior that the real Mrs. Clary had been stolen by a fairy and substituted was left in her place. They were attempting to rectify the situation by the ancient ritual of fire. If the woman was a fairy in disguise, she would fly up the chimney and the real wife would be restored to her husband at once. What the fuck? After she's all burnt. Yeah. Place the suspect on the fire and say, burn, burn, burn. If the devil burn, but if God and the saints be safe from harm. With her ordeal over, Mrs. Clary was lifted from the fireplace and returned badly burned to her bed where she lay in agony until the following day when the torture was resumed. So they did it again. What the hell? (laughs) Mrs. Joanna Burke was also present on the second occasion, which was to be the last, since it proved fatal to the victim. Accompanied by her daughter, she had brought in a basin of milk for the sick woman, only to find that the entire Clary clan gathered in the room. Quote, 13, including my father, her father, my mother, my brother, myself, and the deceased, everyone sat discussing fairies by the kitchen fire. It was then that the half-demented Mrs. Clary began to accuse her husband's family of involvement with the fairies. His own mother, she said, had once visited the fairies on a fairy hill. The hell? <laughs> this seems all crazy. Damn, dude. There's nothing that seems like they're all possessed and like with craziness. Maybe... She's just trying to get back at him. I was like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Your mom was in on it too. Burn her ass. Yeah. <laughs> on Fairy Hill. Yeah. Fuck That's him. where all the fairies get it on. Yeah, dude. Fairy Hill, baby. This seems to have provoked Mrs. Miss Michael Clary into renewing his assault. Picking up three slices of bread and jam, he tried to force his wife to swallow them, pressing her body Eat down Eat with it. his knee while he held one hand on her throat. All the time he urged the sick woman, Swallow it down! Swallow it down! Why? Is it down? Is it down? Eat that, Why bread. They, they just Eat that need, bread, girl. They're just needlessly torturing this woman because they think she's... Shoving not, bread. I think she's... No, Is it because it's the Lord's they, body? They, I guess. They think that she's not her. They think she's a fairy. And they're trying to get the fairy out of her so that the real woman would show up. What are you up. doing? But they're really just torturing this woman because fairies aren't real. He's like, ah, what a fairy thing to say. Eat that yeah. fucking bread. Uh, Mrs. Burke pleaded in vain for him to release Mrs. Clary from the fresh torture and torment. Jesus. Mike, let her alone, she cried. Don't you see that this is the real Bridget Clary? Uh, clearly now seems completely obsessed with the conviction that his wife was a changeling by the fairies and tearing off her clothes down to her chesm. He proceeded to douse her from head to toe with lamp oil. So Jesus doused the She's about to set this bitch on fire. The door was locked from the inside so that no one could enter or leave and a flame was then applied to the victim's body. He did set this bitch on fire. Damn, dude. As Mrs. Clary began screaming, Mrs. Burke, unable to bear the sight, fled to another room. Returning to the kitchen a little late, she found it was all over. The air was full of smoke, and the smell of burning and the corpse of her neighbor lay on its face with the legs turned toward as if contracted by the heat. Man. She next saw the murderer thrust the corpse into a sack, which he placed on the fire. So he's still, like, so she's already dead. She's got burned alive, right? Because she threw all that lamp oil on her. She died. Mrs. Burke, who's there, present for this, goes into the other room, comes back. And now this dude's like, you know what? She's not burned enough. He's about to throw that bitch into that chimney. 
Until but she's already dead. Yeah, like she's that. already dead. That fairy's still in there. It mocks me so. Turning to Mrs. Burke, Michael Clary began to reproach her. Hold your tongue, Hannah. It's not Bridget. I am burning. You will soon see her. Go up the chimney. Because he thinks it's a fairy still. What? You are easily fooled by these fairies, you dumb... <laughs> Don't be bewitched by these fairies, you dumb bitch. Uh, in that moment of madness, he believed in all seriousness that once the corpse had been roasted on the fire, his real wife would be restored to him, none the worse for any of this ordeal. Yet, however, it soon became evident that the corpse was not going to disappear up the <laughs> chimney and at that point, doubts began to trouble the murderer. She is burning now, but God knows I did not mean to do it. I may thank Jack Dunn for all of this. All of it! Dunn, it appears, was responsible for suggesting that Mrs. Cleary had been abducted by fairies. So he just believed in the superstition so much that he murdered dude. his wife, threw in, a, threw in the wood fire, like, the fireplace, expecting his wife to walk in, like... Totally fine. Because I hit any moment now, she's, yep, yep. she'll be back. I, just, I did a good job. Right. I've done a good thing. Five minutes later. Any <laughs> minute now. now. Ten Those minutes later. Those gorgeous breasts are going to walk through that door. Twenty-five minutes later. Damn <laughs> it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I swear. I'm starting to feel really Three stupid. One hour later. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I think I might have... Uh, Get off it. Uh, I might have made a mistake here. Why'd you make me do that? <laughs> it's not my fault. Uh, rumors of Mrs. Cleary's mysterious disappearance began to circulate throughout the area, accompanied by whispers of the horrible manner in which she had met her end. At this point, the police arrested Michael Cleary, Patrick Boland, um, who else? That Patrick James, Michael and Mary Kennedy, William Albert, and John Dunn on the charge of assaulting Bridget Cleary. The entire area was then searched for the body, which was finally discovered buried in a piece of marshy wasteland about a quarter of a mile away from the town. At the coroner's inquest, the jury brought in the verdict that Bridget Clary's death had been caused by severe burns, obviously. And uh, at that point, two more persons were placed in custody. Dennis Ganey, the herb doctor, and William Kennedy, and all the prisoners were now reprimanded for a magistral inquiry, leaving the entire country shocked at the revelations of which fairy beliefs in modern Ireland. Fucking so they murdered this chick because they thought she had turned into a fairy. Yeah, right here in the picture, there's three guys, no, four, five guys holding her down. And they're pouring fucking oil on her. On her face, and you can see her, she's like, she's like I'm not a fairy. Fucking just See, horrified. when everyone tells you they're not Mort a fairy, it's 100% sure, certain that yeah. they are a fairy. That they are a fairy. Yeah, it's like, don't be bamboozled. I'm not. Okay, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Just church. don't kill me. I am, all right? But just, just chill. Just hear chill. me out. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let's not do anything crazy here. It's like, well, we're, we're too late. We're, we are doing things that are crazy. That's like, what, whoa. What, so what? What if, what, what did they fear so much that the fairies would do? It would, like, if you can possess, if you can, like, doppelgang one person, they're going to doppelgang Oh, they're going to take over. The have you invasion seen of the body snatchers. Have you seen Peacemaker? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. The little fairy the looking little things. The little fairy monsters that get, like, and then you just end up being a fucking hive mind. That's right, yeah. That's a good show. 
Peacemaker is a good show. Peacemaker is the show. It has shit. so much to do with this exact story that we're talking about. Hell yeah. All right, what's next? What else happens? That's it, man. That was. Is that it? Or is that more? I have so much more. We got 16 on the on the timer. An incredible amount of evidence. The darkest. Oh, yeah, she's doing this. I was telling you. The incredible amount of evidence of dark superstition intermingled with bastardized religion came to light during this inquiry, indicating that the depths of ignorance existing among many Irish of the country. Uh, when the while the body was being burned, someone had said the rosary in there were mysterious references to a seventh brother of a seventh sister endowed with supernatural powers. As for the oval wrath. Ganey, the herb doctor, had warned them at the time, we'll either kill her or cure her. Okay. It was also disclosed that Patrick Boland, the father of the dead woman, had at first refused to believe that this, uh, that his daughter was a changeling and that Clary had argued with him, saying, Have you no faith? Don't you know what is an old witch I'm sleeping with? The fuck? Kill her or cure her? Yeah. I Apparently, like them odds. <laughs> Apparently, clearly, clearly had confided to John Dunn that he had been taking the measurements of his wife before coming to the conclusion that she was a fairy. It was a strange woman, not my wife, who was burned. She was two inches taller than my wife. What, <laughs> what the fuck? He measured his wife, dude. You, okay, this is what I need you to do. Don't you right? measure your girlfriend? Go home, measure your girlfriend. Oh, fuck. And when Laura comes home, I'll measure my girlfriend. And next week when we podcast again... We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see what's what. Maybe our, both our girlfriends are fairies. And, and then, we have to burn them alive. Mine's going to be burnt for sure. She's an inch taller than what it <laughs> says on her license. Yeah. <laughs> Better be 5'5", five, five, maybe? <laughs> you don't know how tall you're... No, I don't know how tall she is. She's shorter than me. My girlfriend is 5'8". And if she's... And she's one inch. One oh. centimeter above 5'8", that bitch is going into the chimney. So don't you dare take off those heels. I <laughs> All the prisoners were sent for trial, charged with willful murder, uh, with the exception of the herbalist Ganey, who was discharged on the grounds that he had merely supplied medicine and had not been involved in the murder itself. The case came up for trial at uh, Clonmel on July 4th and 5th, 1894, before Mr. Justice O'Brien and the jury, although little was added to the evidence already given, some of the mysterious methods used by Clary to banish witches and fairies from the home did come to light. During the preparation of the magical herbs, it appears the sign of the cross was made over the saucepan while Mr. Cleary went around the house making fossages or magical passes in every corner where a fairy might possibly be lurking. So he's like going around the whole, he sounds like this dude was the one that was crazy. He was crazy. And he thought his wife was crazy. Maybe he was the one possessed by the fairy, and the fairies are meant to kill all humans. It feels like, to me, like this dude was like the crazy one, and his wife was just like trying to deal with his craziness, but then he was like... She doesn't believe me, so I'm going to fucking burn he, her. Then he got everyone else convinced that she was the one that's yeah. crazy, even though like, he to, was the one that's so crazy? he doesn't seem crazy, yeah. Yeah, what a fucking dick. <laughs> um, apart from the futile attempts by the prisoners to blame one another... The judge detected and duly warned the jury about there was little, very little for the latter to do than declare the prisoners guilty and for the judge to pass sentence. All the defendants were declared guilty of manslaughter and condemned to varying sentences of imprisonment or penal servitude, while the principal offender, Michael Clary, received a sentence of 20 years 
uh, in uh, penal servitude. The trial and the sentences and the publicity they received aroused a great deal of agitation for the education of the Irish rural poor who seemed to have been left culturally about three centuries behind the render of the best uh, rest of the island. So like all these fucking rural dudes were like thinking all the superstitious shit should work and when it didn't work uh, they didn't realize that they would be held accountable for the crimes. You know, it's like then it's like, oh man, we really need to educate these people a bit more so they don't just randomly throw people into a fireplace and kill people. So dumb, Because they're scared the of fucking fairies. times, dude. The times back then. Yeah. I wonder if <laughs> we would just believe everything that we were told. Dude, I believe in Sasquatch. That's true. <laughs> I believe in gnomes. And there they are right, right there, there in that picture. About to do God knows what to that poor girl. They're going to... Maybe they're friendly. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm, this guy looks a little Hello, mischievous. Hello, <laughs> It's me, Hannibal. Mm. The case also aroused concern among eminent scholars like Sir James Fraser, author of the vast compendium of folklore, witchcraft, and superstition, The Golden Bow, in which he referred to the subject in the following terms. Quote, We seem to move on on a thin crust, which may at any moment be rent by the subterranean forces slumbering below. Now... And then the polite world is startled by a paragraph in a newspaper which tells how in Scotland an image has been found stuck full of pins for the purpose of killing and an obnoxious lard or minister or how a woman has been slowly roasted to death on the Isles of Ireland. And he went on to remind his readers that the power of ancient magic might be so strong that civilizations would have a hard time struggling to prevail against it. Dumbasses. Yeah. However, the Irish peasants, not having had the benefit of the civilized, let me read that again. However, the Irish peasants, not having had the benefit of a civilized education or an advanced knowledge of folklore, remained blissfully unconcerned with their image as presented by the media to the rest of the world. As far as they could see, the subject seemed to provide ideal material for a light-hearted song. And for a generation after the tragic death of poor Bridget Clary, they entertained each other in the public houses with the rousing chorus. This is the song part. Oh, are you a witch or are ye a fairy? Or are you the wife of poor Michael McClary? Oh, you the witch or are ye a fairy? Or are you the wife of poor Michael McClary? Well, break it down. Are you a witch or are you a fairy? Oh, y'all, you the life of poor Michael McClary. Or either which or he are a fairy. For all you which are the mass of my day. Now. Sick. <laughs> Dropkick Murphy. Shit slaps. Yeah. <laughs> what did, uh, damn, dude. That's a fun story. That was pretty brutal, dude. They burned a chick alive and became the folk song in Irish bars. Like, what if I went to like a, the Fiddler's Downs and if I just started singing it? I didn't even just like that, just the melody just came just while you're singing it. Right? Yeah, just kind of, that's like the. That's the most witch slap. That's us kind of slap. Are ye a witch? Are ye a fairy? Are you the poor wife of Michael McClary? A ghost around the geese brought in the lights. Oh, I don't know if we look dogs. Oh, do we? Yeah. All right. 
Fechado.